Welcome to the Wise Cast by Sundaram Mutual. Sundaram Services Fund completes three years in the industry, and it's been quite the run. Let's talk to our fund managers, Mr. Rahul Bajil and Mr. Rohit Sekhsaria, about the fund and the journey. Thank you for taking out the time, Rahul and Rohit. We've got quite a few questions for you, so let's get started. Sure. Our first question is to you, Rahul. Tell us a little about the fund and your investment strategy. Yeah, thank you. Sundram Services Fund uh, was launched about uh, three years back. In fact, we completed uh, the third year just last week. Uh, when we launched the product, we were very excited about the product because uh, we felt at that point in time that it's a very unique product uh, in the Indian mutual fund industry and uh, only one of its kind. And I think that has turned out to be right as well. When I look back at the journey of the last three years, because as a fund, it's one of those uh, unique products uh, which invests uh, only in the services sector in the Indian economy. And within the services sector, it essentially invests in six key themes, uh, namely the financial services, uh, healthcare services, trade, tourism, retailing, uh, transportation business services and other services. So when we launched this fund three years back, this was clearly uh, not a meat to product, but a very special, unique product in the industry and uh, a product which would follow uh, a multi-cap style. So it would give best of both the worlds in terms of market cap curves as well. And we have been following a multi-cap style with about 40 to 60% in large caps and about 40 to 60% in mid and small caps with an optimally diversified portfolio, about 45 stocks. So that's been uh, the product positioning uh, over the last three years. And uh, why I say it's unique, because while you find many sector-specific products in the services space, but uh, you don't have a product which is all-encompassing across the service sector. And like I said, this is a unique product which invests across six themes and uh, 15 subsectors within the services theme. So we were very excited about the launch three years back and clearly uh, last three years have been very uh, eventful, very exciting, and uh, we are happy to talk more about that. Our next question is to you, Rohit. Can you help us understand the stock selection and research methodology? For stock selection, when for the services fund, the key things which we look for is the long-term growth offered by a company, and the quality of its promoters and management. What we have done is we have avoided dubious promoters, high pledge companies, or companies with poor corporate governance. What we look for while picking stock is companies operating in areas which have long runway for growth and where it is oligopolistic nature, operated by few companies in that space. For example, one space which we like is the quick service restaurant or the QSR space in India. This space is dominated by few foreign brands such as Domino's, McDonald's, Burger King, etc. We have seen the food preferences and eating out habits of younger generation in India changing more towards this QSR consumption. Today, if I ask my daughter on eating out, her first choice will be Domino's Pizza. Also, this advent of home delivery services has helped increase the instances of QSR consumption. So we are very positive on this space and it's not only the growth will be there from existing stores, but all these guys have a lot of scope to penetrate deeper in India 
and expand their store count further for next decade at least. Now, in terms of when we come to do research on a company, we start by understanding the company's history, understanding how it has grown over the last many years, understanding the space it operates in. We meet its CEO, CFO, other top management people to help us understand the space and the company. We also meet with the experts, competitors, consultants who help us in refining our understanding. With all this knowledge, we help and we build our investment models. We develop different scenarios in which can pan out in the future. And all this help us in building an idea of the risk reward which a company offers. And that helps us decide to basically take a position in a company or not. Thanks, Rohit. The next question, Rahul. 2x returns in three years. Tell us about your top picks and why they did well. Yeah, so uh, clearly uh, doubling of the NAV uh, post the NAV in three years uh, is something which is, you know, an achievement we are proud about. And I think a couple of reasons have gone uh, in delivering that kind of a performance. Uh, firstly and foremostly, clearly, it's been a good level of stock picking, which has happened across the six themes which I mentioned, especially a uh, number of uh, multi-baggers we have been managed to get in the healthcare space, uh, in the IT services space, uh, in the technology space, and also participated uh, actively in uh, many IPOs, uh, which came uh, as anchor investors and also as follow-on buying. This combined with uh, a buy and hold approach, uh, a, more, a patient approach, uh, taking at least three year views. And um, especially when, you know, the last two years have been quite volatile uh, in the pandemic for the service sector. But we have, you know, stuck to our portfolio very patiently and only done a few realignment here and there. But broadly, it's been a buy and hold approach uh, and good stock picking around those six things has uh, delivered this uh, doubling of NAV over the last three years. Next one to you, Rohit. How has the cap curve allocation been and which cap curve has contributed most to the alpha? Thanks. So when we launched this fund three years back, what we committed to investors was that 40 to 60% will be in large caps and balance will be in mid and small caps. And that's what we have done throughout the last three years. Effectively, if you see, this fund becomes very similar to the multi-cap funds out there today. And we have delivered a 9% alpha CAGR over the last three years. That puts us in top quartile if you compare our fund to the multi-cap funds operating in India. And the interesting point is that the returns have not been lopsided by one or two stocks or one or two segments. All the segments, large cap, mid cap and small cap have contributed to the alpha generation. One more to you, Rohit. One theme that has worked particularly well in the fund. All themes did well, but one theme, theme which worked very well and which uh, has contributed to great returns and we believe will do well going forward also is online services. When we started the fund three years back, we had just one position, one company, one and a half percent weight in this segment. Today, we have multiple positions and 13 percent weight in this segment and most of these companies we have gotten at the time of IPO as anchor investors and most of them have turned out to be multi-baggers for us. What has helped us is we have been able to develop 
good understanding about the space this company is operate in good understanding of the company good understanding of the growth runway they offer very quickly and that helps us build conviction and participate as anchor investor let me give you an example there was an ipo couple of years back of a leading mobile ad tech player very few people understood that space at that time but we did our work and we understood the high growth rates that industry operates in and on top of that the high growth rate that company will be able to enjoy and we participated as anchor investor and got a sizable allocation there and that position has worked very well for us it has been a six bagger for us so this online services space has done well for us and we expect it to keep doing well going forward also this one's for you rahul what was the impact of covid on the services sector and how are things now which companies will bounce back soon and which ones will take longer yeah uh, i think a very good question so like i said uh, unlike the agriculture and the manufacturing sector service sector was probably the most impacted uh, because of uh, the pandemic when the first wave came last year we saw that the agriculture and the manufacturing sector had a fairly quick recovery but the service sector which involves you know a lot of mobility and uh, it's a contact intensive sector in terms of interactions uh, with people that took many months in fact two three quarters to start recovering and the recovery started around september october last year when the second wave came this time around the learnings from the first wave were there so this time around Uh, the recovery was much much faster in fact the recovery began within 3 months you know of the second wave fading away so while the sector has been disrupted twice but i think the second time this year the recovery has been much faster and much more agile uh, than before both the supply side and the demand side had learnings on the first time so i think that helped but while keeping the uh, disruption uh, in the service sector in perspective how we approached the portfolio was in the following manner we divided the service sector into three buckets uh, and uh, that's how we repositioned the portfolio in the first bucket were uh, stocks uh, and themes where we felt will actually benefit from the uh, pandemic and stocks uh, belonging to the telecom sector and the it services space and in the online services space uh, which actually benefited uh because of uh, the work from anywhere flexibility and a lack of mobility uh from the consumer's perspective is where we actually added on to the positions uh, the second bucket of portfolio addition was where we felt that uh, the recovery uh post the uh, waves will be faster than the other sectors and stocks in the financial services space in select retailing uh in the insurance space in the healthcare and diagnostic space were again an area we where we you know selectively added stocks the third bucket and the last bucket where we consciously cut the positions were you know mainly where we thought that the recovery will take much longer than expected and uh, as we talk uh, many of those uh, service sectors have still not fully recovered and visibility is still not fully clear as to when we'll go back to the pre covid normal and stocks uh, in this uh, space uh, namely you know um, uh, in the travel space and the entertainment space the multiplexes or garment retailing which actually benefit uh, when you know office reopen these are some areas where we kind of actively reduced our positions uh, early uh, last year 
So I think uh, a careful and nimble positioning, keeping this uh, three-bucket framework uh, around the disruption and recovery in the service sector space. Uh, uh, using this framework, um, rebalancing of the portfolio last year and early this year, I think also contributed a lot uh, to the performance. Great. Uh, Rohit, how have you seen the list of investable universe expand since the NFO and how do you see that changing in the time to come? So, when we launched the services from three years back, our investment universe had roughly 200 stocks. Those 200 stocks accounted for around 36% of India's market cap, as against services which account for 55% of India's GDP. One reason for this divergence was a large number of players in the services space, especially in technology and online services, are unlisted and we said at that time that they will come for listing as they grow and will participate in them when they come up for listing and that's what we have done with great results. So as we speak today, we have 250 stocks now in my investment universe compared to 200 which we had 3 years back and this list will keep expanding going forward. Even today if I see, I have a list of 50 unicorns which will come up for listing over next 3-4 years and most of them are in the services space. So now that we have several unicorns that will come up for listing, especially in the services space, how will the fund take advantage of the IPOs? Yes, so IPOs have been a good contributor to the performance as well. As we mentioned at the time of the NFO, we said that a lot of uh, new and interesting companies in the services sector space uh, will keep on uh, getting added uh, to the pool of potentially investable companies and uh, we will actively participate as anchor investors in many of these. So uh, without taking names, uh, we did participate in many of these uh, IPOs over the last uh, two and a half years uh, in the healthcare space, uh, in the technology space, in the online services space and um, many of them have gone on to give 3x, 5x, 8x kind of returns in, in the fund. And a lot of these companies, as and when they decide to come to the market, this fund uh, will play a uh, key role in, you know, in trying to uh, anchor in some of these um, uh, IPOs as well as keep buying and keep positioning uh, based on the follow-on listing pricing as well. So yes, IPOs uh, in the service sector will remain a hot theme uh, in this fund going forward as well, like it has been over the last three years. Thank you both for your time, Rahul and Rohit. We hope to see services scale greater heights. All the very best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wisecast is a podcast initiative by Sundaram Mutual. We hope you like listening to us as much as we love presenting it to you. Stay tuned to the Wisecast to learn more about the world of mutual funds and investing. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully. Past performance may or may not be sustained in the future.